The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's begin with Luke 1 verse 80. Oh, King James, I'll need the board. We're looking at growing up spiritually. It says, and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit. Now, say this when you say, man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. So you can say, man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. Now, if you're going to grow spiritually, those things have to be clear to you. Because all our challenges have their roots in the spirit and in our souls. See? And that's why we need to grow spiritually. Now, I want us to look at 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23. It says, and a very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say spirit, soul, and body. Say so spirit, soul, and body. All right, I'm going to do something here. Thank you. This is your spirit. Your soul, your body. All right? Now, this part, your spirit, let's label it. Just a minute. This is your soul. This is your body. Now, with your spirit, you contact. God. So God dwells in the spirit. God dwells in your spirit. Now, your spirit has three faculties. The first faculty is the faculty of the conscience. Your conscience. The second faculty is the faculty of intuition. All right? In your conscience, your conscience tells you what is right or wrong. It's in your spirit. Your spirit is your life center. Your spirit is your life center. When God made man, he made man in his image. Genesis 1 verse 26. And God is a spirit. So man must of necessity be a spirit. So man is a spirit. When somebody dies, their spirit leaves their body. See, the spirit leaves the body. 
Now give me Genesis 2 verse 7. It says, The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. ground. Which man did he form from the dust of the ground? Which part is from the dust of the ground? The body. So we found one now. And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. What is that? And man became what? Excellent. Now, in your spirit, you have your conscience. In your conscience, you know what is right or wrong. All right? Now, give me Romans 9 verse 1. It says, I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bear me witness in the Holy Ghost. Because God lives in your spirit. Say, God lives in my spirit. So, God will actually guide you through your spirit. You see that? It guides you through your spirit. In Romans 8, verse 16, the Bible says, the spirit himself bears witness how? With our spirit. So, it is your conscience that will bear you witness. That, hey, something is wrong here. See? But if you don't educate your spirit, you'll be missing God. See? Because the results of your life are a reflection of your spiritual condition. The results of your life are a reflection of your spiritual condition. You need to take note of that. All right. Now, let's look at the Romans chapter 2. Look at something beautiful here about the conscience. Romans 2. And I want us to look at verse 20, 28. It says, For it is not a Jew who is one, who is, which is one outwardly, neither is that of circumcision which is outwardly in the flesh. Next, it says, But it's a Jew which is one inwardly, which, and circumcision is of, of the heart in the spirit. See, a lot of people think being born again is converting to a religion. No, it's a rebirth of your spirit. And that spirit knows what is right or wrong. Because the Holy Ghost lives there. Are you following me? Look at something here in verse 14. Romans 2, 14. If I let's read from 12 to 16 so we can see this. It says, give it to me in the New King James. It says, for as many as have sinned without law, will also pray without law. As many have sinned in the law, will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are justified in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. So for when Gentiles who do not have the law, by nature, listen to this, they do not have the law. You know, sometimes we will say, I did not know it was wrong. But when you did it, did you feel wrong in your spirit? We all know what is right and what is wrong. See, if you take care of your spirit, you minimize your mistakes. Because all mistakes flow from the condition of the spirit. It says, although not having the law are a law to themselves. Next. We show, watch this, we show the work of the law written in their hearts. Where did the Bible call the heart in Romans 2.29, right? What did he call it? In the spirit. 
Their conscience also bearing witness and and between themselves, they are thus accusing or else excusing them. Now, look at verse 16. It says, in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. You know, some people say, my forefathers never heard the gospel. How will God judge them? By their conscience. Because the human spirit knows what is truth. So, we have that faculty of the conscience. Say, faculty of the conscience. Yes. It guides you with your conscience. Secondly, intuition. God will teach you in your spirit. In Proverbs 20 verse 27, the Bible says the spirit of man is a lamp of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of the heart. That's the spirit. So if God is going to guide me, he will guide me with my spirit. Intuition, he will guide you there. You know, I heard ladies say, I don't know who I should marry. You know who you should marry. Everybody that is born again knows who they should marry. So that we just don't like the person. Everybody knows. I was talking to my wife some days ago. And uh, she said, she used to see this thing that she was in my house. That she was pregnant. In my house, what kind of thoughts is this? She was fighting the thoughts. She knew God was guiding her, bearing witness. You're going to marry this man. She went to marry a tall man with chest and plenty of money. It's the truth. The other day she was preaching and said, I, I wasn't buying gifts for her because I'm not buying enough and I trust God to prosper me some more. You see that? See, she knew I was the one. You know who you should marry. See, you know fine rich. You know tall rich. You know get money rich. Your spirit knows. Why? Because Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11, the NIV says he has set eternity where? In their hearts. You know. The faculty of intuition. You see that? And it's in your spirit that he wants to teach you. See, he will teach you in your spirit. The faculty of instruction. He will teach you. The Holy Ghost will teach you through your spirit. You just know. In 1 Corinthians 2 verse 11... O King James says, what man knoweth the things of a man? It says, save the spirit of man which is in him. What man knoweth the things of a man? You know, you know. The Holy Ghost is in you. He will guide your spirit. But many of us are so flesh conscious. We give more time to the telemundos, the love stories, the romantic movies, at the expense of our spirit. That's why I can see two people one entered the bus and came down and said, I'm not traveling again. The other one went and died. Because your spirit was not trained. You see that? You educate your spirit in the word of God. You cultivate your spirit. 
in 2 Corinthians 7 verse 1. The Bible tells us, having therefore these promises daily, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves. What did he say we should do? Talk to me now. What did he say we should do? What did he say we should do? Cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. That means, watch this, sin is a spiritual condition manifested in conduct. Sin is a spiritual condition manifested in conduct. So, how do I overcome the sin? I should cleanse my spirit from the fullness of the flesh and the spirit. But you go, when you got born again, you had a new spirit. How did it come now? Your spirit is polluted. The movies you watch, the things you hear, the places you go to. When you go to the places where they worship idols, your spirit is polluted. So, you find out that you start having oppressions at night and all these issues. Why? Your spirit is polluted. It's not filthy. He went to commit adultery. What happened? You polluted your spirit. You see that? You start missing your opportunities. Many people are missing their opportunities. See, this is what helped me. I cultivated my spirit. Someone can be talking to me and I say it's a lie. So how do you know? It's my spirit. That's what intuition is. Your spirit man knows. Your spirit man knows. In 1 John 2 20, the Bible says you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. He knows. You just know what to do. Because the Holy Ghost lives in your spirit. Your spirit is one with the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 6 verse 7, 17. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 17. It says, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. In 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 says, the Lord is that spirit. So, when you're born again, your spirit is one with God. You can hear God in your spirit. I hear people say some, some, something they tell me. No, God is talking in your spirit. When you hear that still small voice, it's in your spirit. It will guide you in your spirit. It will teach you in your spirit. It will check you in your spirit. Just on easiness. You're going out with somebody, fine guy, he has money, there's trouble in your spirit. Leave him alone. They won't leave them alone. After marriage, they're asking God to repair what he did not start. It's merciful, he will help to repair. But they could have avoided all these things because they didn't cultivate their spirit. Go to foundation school? No. Go to foundation school? No. They don't understand. Because your spiritual condition is what determines the quality of your life. Your spiritual condition is what determines the quality of your life. In Proverbs 18 verse 14, look at it in the Amplified, Proverbs 18 14. It says, the strong spirit of a man. You see that? So stays him in bodily pain or trouble. The strong spirit of a man. Why did somebody go through the same challenge and commit suicide? His spirit was not strong. 
It is why foundation school is there. So your spirit can be strong. There are troubles in life. There are challenges in life. When your spirit is strong, you have what the Bible calls an excellent spirit. When you have such people, they don't make mistakes. They know what to do. They just know what to do. Because they are cultivating their spirit. But a weak and broken spirit, who can raise up a bear? Many spirits are broken. Is a spirit strong? You see that? Is your spirit strong? Are you feeding your spirit? Are you feeding your spirit? It's more than being religious. I carry a Bible. It's more than that. One of the indicators of spiritual strength is faith. Another is joy. The strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble. I can't tell you enough challenges I've gone through in this body. I'm still here by the grace of God. Challenges that will break any spirit. Hallelujah. But you strengthen it. See? Look at Luke 1 verse 80. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit. Grew physical growth. That's the body. The body. You have your senses in your body. It's called the flesh. When your body controls you, you're called carnal. Carnal is from the word cane, where you get carnivorous. It means you are bodily ruled. Bodily ruled. Or fleshly ruled. Bodily ruled. That means your body dominates you. Your body controls you. You're carnal. Oh, I like him because he's tall or she's, she's sexy, like they say. Her shape, you cannot. It's not your shape that gives him peace in the house. You see that? So, some young man gets married looking at all these things. And their life is like hell on earth. A young man was crying in my office, weeping, weeping seriously. He married a virgin that was demon-possessed. What a life. I was telling him, I said, the devil changes tactics. Because many cases I've dealt with that are virgins that they married, they were allies too much. 
We cast out devils from the woman. Cast out devils. The man was crying while we were casting out devils. Several cases. Because they felt that carrying Bible saying bless you is spirituality. What is their love walk like? How do they talk? How do they talk to people? Can they forgive? A weak person cannot forgive. It's the strong that forgives. It takes spiritual strength to forgive. Somebody offended you, forgive and let it go. Let it go like that. You've got to be strong. Are you strong? Look at this. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit. It grew physically. But also grew how? Spiritually. Became strong in spirit. And was in the desert the day of his showing unto Israel. Notice John fulfilled destiny. He had a strong spirit. Will you fulfill destiny? takes a strong spirit to fulfill destiny. Look at Luke 2 verse 40. Jesus now. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit. How do you know you're strong in spirit? You're filled with wisdom. See, you're filled with wisdom. And when you have wisdom, you have peace. When you have wisdom, you have prosperity. Are you increasing? No, sir. I am very, things are very tight for me financially. For the past 18 years, you have not become strong in spirit. Feel the wisdom. You know what to do. You know what to do. You know what to do. You don't make the same mistake twice. Your spirit is strong. Not many are strong spiritually. It is one thing to be religious and nothing to be strong spiritually. And some things I cannot see. Some things, you know, some people can just use all their day, watch all kind of garbage, watch all kind of garbage. You are weighing down your spirit. If your spirit is weak, you are in trouble. How come they're always pressing you at night? You're always, always pressing you every night. They're always pressing you. You're weak. You're weak. See, in Proverbs 24, verse 5, look at this. Is this helping anybody today? A wise man is strong. I said, How do you know you, you, you're strong? It says, The child wise strong is filled with wisdom. Wisdom is doing the right thing at the right time in the right way without being told. Joseph told Pharaoh what to do. Not Pharaoh telling Joseph what to do. When you get to a point you can do the right thing without supervision, you have wisdom working in you. If you take care of your spirit, People come to me, sit down, and they're talking, and I begin to say something. Say, exactly that's what happened. Exactly that's what happened. I, said, I was not there. 
morning coming to church, are you feeding your spirit? See, if you starve your flesh, what will happen? You'll be weak. I fasted almost throughout last year. And I fasted into this year. So I've been resting. Because the body needs all the rest it can get. And I was teaching and preaching sometimes three times daily, four times daily. God has saved this body. So I know I should rest. Why? Because the body has not been eating. The body has not been eating. Have you been feeding your spirit? Have you been feeding your spirit? Have you been feeding your spirit? Yeah, I have. I listen to messages. When do you listen to the message? When you're washing clothes, running around, doing other things, you are distracted. That's not feeding. When you're feeding, you're focused. When else do you carry your Bible? Put it down. Listen to the message. You're making notes as you're listening. You're feeding now. Many of us are hearing messages. We're not listening to the message. When you're listening, there is rapt attention. So many of us, when we're just playing the message, you're walking, you're sweeping, you're just playing, you're sweeping, you're distracted. We'll come back here. Mark 4, verse 24 and 25. It says, and he said to them, take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. It says, with what measure you meet or measure, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall not be given. Give it to me in the Amplified Version. Listen to this. It says, be careful what you're hearing. The measure of what? Of thought and virtue you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of what? Of virtue, that's power, and knowledge that comes back to you. So if I don't give it full thought and study and attention, I won't get the virtue in that message. So what happens? My spirit is weak. So many Christians are weak spiritually. When last did you take a message? Listen to it with a notebook you're writing down. You're feeding. People don't feed. They just hear messages. They don't listen to messages. Do you feed? That's why you make some mistakes. Like, I don't know, oh Lord, I will never do it again. Do it again. Because your spirit is not strong. Proverbs 24, verse 5 again. It says, a wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge how increases strength. Are you growing in the word? Are you growing in the word? Many people think they are, they, they are feeding. No, you are hearing a message. You are not listening yet. Until all your attention says, my son, Proverbs 4, verse 20, New King James, my son, pay attention, give attention to my words. Attention. When you 
you're washing clothes, you check for the dirty spots, you check the armpits, you're hearing the message. But your focus is not there. So the 